Hello, and welcome to The Art of Existing. I'm your host, Emma Kavetna, and this is the podcast where I talk about all things related to existentialism, essentially. Things to do with answering the questions, the big questions of why are we here? What's my purpose? What's the point of anything? And how to reconcile with that and make meaning out of those answers and do something about it and how to feel good about existing and feel purposeful and fulfilled. So that's pretty broad, I will admit. And I do talk about a lot of various things such as astrology, spirituality, but also social media detoxing and even things like masculine and feminine energy and ego death. And yeah, it's a lot of things, but I think I'm starting to understand more of what I really do want this podcast to be. Over time, I'll get there, so I'm not going to go into explaining anything about that. But today, I do want to focus on a question that has been a pretty big focus for me this year and is going to be a big focus for me in next year as well. And that is, how do you find yourself in today's world, in our digital age? with you know all this tech and social media and there's not just our our world earth like the real world but there's the online world too there's two there's at least two worlds that we juggle every day all the time without a second thought of really how they interplay between each other how they affect each other and it's interesting because like the online world is a conceptual world but we take it so seriously sometimes, like as if it's real. And then the real world, the actual physical, you know, five senses, see with your eyes type of world, we take for granted and don't actually take up like the space and the time given to us in that, in that world. And I have found this to be a huge source of stress and anxiety in my life and just general emptiness and I know I'm not alone with this and that is that that struggle between this conceptual made-up world basically and the actual real world or as real as it can be through what you're perceiving with your brain and I know that this is a increasing stress and struggle with lots of people the more tech gadgets we have and the more invested we are in social media. And so we're so saturated with this type of technology and information technology and social technology and all these all these things and stuff and ads and other people talking at us like I'm doing to you right now and just so much content out there. It gets to a point where you, you start to wonder, at least I do, where am I in all this? And how would I even recognize myself if I even saw her? Like, am, am I really, truly myself? Or am I just reflecting back what other people are doing because I think that's what I'm supposed to do or that's how I sh- should fit in? And this has been a struggle for me this year because of addictive behaviors that I have had towards social media and my phone. And again, I know I'm not alone with this. Practically, probably almost every single person you meet is addicted to their phone. And if you 
don't believe that, then, well, you're probably in denial. You're probably one of them. <laughs> um, or, you know, you could just be someone who has good self-control, and that's great. But um, for the mass, you know, majority of us, we we are literally addicted to our phones. We do get a dopamine hit when we are on social media, when we're scrolling. We feel it good when we're on it. Not necessarily emotionally or anything like that, but like chemically, it feels good to be engaging with it. That's what an addiction is, right? So, and it's and you it's a substance that you abuse and you we you know we abuse social media and our phones by overusing them and getting distracted by them and putting too much value on them uh on these conceptual things when there's a whole world around us happening all the time and it's just a really bad feed- feedback loop because then it feeds into this idea of you see these conceptual things happening online and you think, oh my God, I I want that to happen. I want I want that to be my life in the real world. And then you turn around and you go to live in your real world and you think, oh God, like it, I'm so far from that. Uh, and then you turn back around to the conceptual world for comfort and for distraction and for peace or whatever it is. But then again, you feel bad. It's like, I know, you know, this isn't the real world. You, you know, logically that this is just made up and yet you just can't look away. <laughs> and, and, and at the same time, you want so badly for your real world to like mimic the conceptual world. And they just don't, they, they, they can't, they, you know, you have to actually choose one and live in one. And obviously you can't live in a conceptual world because that's, you know, conceptual and you are a real human being. So, I mean, technically, I guess you could, that's what virtual reality is for and all that stuff, but do you really want to? That could be a whole other existential question for another episode, virtual reality and, you know, the fate of humanity in that regard, but um, kind of maybe getting a little bit off topic here. So back to the, the question, how do you find yourself in this digital age with all of this saturated information and content and conceptual stuff coming at you 24-7? Well, my answer to that is that you don't. You don't find yourself in that. And you won't. Because it's not really real. And it's not sustainable either. I'm reading this really good book right now called A New Earth. Uh, It's by Eckhart Tolle. I think that's how you say his name. It's my first Eckhart book. I've heard a lot about him. I've heard I've seen his other books around and whatnot, but I just haven't read any of them. And then a few weeks ago, there was like a huge book fair here in my town. And I went through and just looked at all the different books, picked out some things. And I saw this, this, this book, A New Earth, for like $2 on the table. So I, I went and got that. And I didn't realize it was published in like 2005, 2006 or something like that. But it reads like it was written today. Like it's so relevant still to today. Um, and it's just really fascinating. It basically, he's talking about the ego and how you're, and how you are not your ego, but people think that they are. And that's where the disenchantment with life comes from. The disenchantment between what you think you are, i.e. this conceptual world, the online world, the, the world in which you think you are one thing versus the real world, the actual world, who you really are 
and always have been inside that has nothing to do with anything that you think that you are. It's a bit of a mind trip and it has, I'm, I'm only like, I don't know, 60 pages in and I have had so many mind-blowing moments already just reading some of the, of the things that he's written and it's really, really fascinating. And so I'm going to try to be brief with this because I have so much to say about what he's written and I could go on forever. But essentially, so far, what he's saying in the book is that our ego is, it, it feeds off of identifiers and labels. It feeds off of those things. It, it lives off of them. If it doesn't have those, then the ego's dead. So it, it needs those to survive. It, it latches on to any label or any identifying form thing or thought that it can um, that embodies the, the I am or the me or the my or the mine, anything to do with self pronouns, basically, self-possessing pronouns. Um, and you know when something is your ego when you are attached to it or when you feel attached to something. So, for example, if you say, you know, even your name, you know, I'm Emma, I have a degree in anthropology, I live in Nova Scotia, I have a house, I have a dog, um, you know, all these, all these things that are all my stuff. And so what Eckhart is saying is all these things that we have and that we think that we are, um, like we think we are those things. We, we think that we are our clothes, we are our house, we are our degree, our career, our job, we are our name. It's like, well, somebody asks you, asks you who, who are you? Like, you know, I'd ask you to introduce yourself. Who are you at a party or something? And I say, oh, I'm, I'm Emma. I'm, you know, I went to University of Victoria. I have a degree in anthropology and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the person might say to you, if they're really wise, they might say, okay, but yeah, like, who are you really? Because you aren't actually those things. Those are just thoughts. Those are just ideas. You, you aren't those, you aren't those things. Those, those things are themselves, you know, the degree is it's the degree, the, the job is the job, whatever, but you're not the job, you're not the degree. So like, still, I ask again, who are you? And it's like, oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is where we t- then turn to things like the online world, the conceptual world, where there's tons of labels, tons of identifiers, everything from your pronouns to your your what you do for a living what you like your your likes and dislikes your interests all these things that we latch onto and say that oh well I'm this so you know that puts me in this category so you know we can't be friends because you're that and I'm this so stupid shit like that that like people literally fight over and wars have been caused by like you you go to the online world and that is everywhere you see you know, all these quizzes telling you, like, if you take this quiz, you can find out if you're XYZ on whatever this thing is. And, and if you're, and if you're, if you are somebody who likes XYZ, then, oh, here's an ad that we're going to show you because you identify with that thing. So you, you, you believe like basically you are that thing. I am this thing. And, uh, and so you feel like you found yourself in that thing. But, but what Eckhart is saying is that that's, that's not actually who you are. That's just your ego. That's the ego. And so what you really are is you are the awareness. 
that knows that that's not really you. And that really fucked with my mind. (laughs) Um, It's a bit deep. It's a bit intense to think about and wrap your head around. And it's a really good book. I really highly recommend it. And he does a way better job of explaining it than I I currently am. But basically, he's saying, he he said at one point that when you stop identifying with thought, that's that's when you meet yourself like that that's that's who you are you like we are not thought we are not the the voice in our head we are the thing that realizes that we are not the voice in our head and so when you go online onto the into the conceptual world the online world or fantasy land whatever you want to call it or even in the real world when you go out into your life and you say that I am XYZ, my name is such and such, and this is what I love doing and blah, 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 all these things that you identify with, but then you still feel like you don't really know who you are and you still feel lost and you're still like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this doesn't feel right, but you still, you just feel like a fake in a sense. And I think he does talk about this a little bit. He calls it the, the false self, I believe then you just you you kind of get this sense that it's just not quite it you feel like it should be and you 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 think that you're doing all the things that all the right things that would lead you to feeling fulfilled like oh i i got the degree i got the job i i married the person i bought the house i traveled to wherever i achieved my goal that i really wanted to do why do i still not feel like i even know who i am or what i want or why do i still feel like i haven't done anything or that I'm not going anywhere. It's because you're looking for yourself in all these I- identifiers and these these thought forms basically. And those are they're just yeah, they're they're just thoughts. And if you take those thoughts away, if you take those things away, if your house burns down, if you if your degree gets revoked for some reason, I don't know. Um, you know, it, if all if some if some part of your identity gets taken away or erased somehow or lost, does that make you any less of you? Does that mean you like exist just a little bit less? That part of you got erased or something? Well, no, obviously not. Of course not. You're still here. You're still alive. You're still you're still you. So then again, who who is you? What is what is you if not that thing that you just lost? So all that to say, <laughs> a little bit of a roundabout way of saying that I have recently unplugged myself once again from social media and the online world. If you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you might have heard the episode where I talked about doing a 30-day social media detox back in April, where I deleted all the apps off of my phone and I kind of just like recorded what happened in terms of like how how many times each day did I reach for my phone and what were the things I started to notice and like pay attention to and like how did my mood start to change? So I and then I did an episode kind of debriefing uh, all of you guys about that, and that went great. That was awesome. Um, but then like in May and June, I didn't put the apps back on my phone like right away, but I did sort of start to keep like start checking them again. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll just put them back on my phone. I've done the detox. I've done the reset. That was great. I kind of know now that I'm like obviously like I'm I'm more aware now of how addicted I am. So this time it'll be different. And I put the apps back on my phone. And then like throughout the summer, July and August, 
I pretty much found myself back right where I started before April, which is to say doom scrolling on my phone, wasting time, you know, going online, looking at reels and videos and whatever content just for the sake of like something to do and to pass the time, but also like as a way to procrastinate and just a way to turn off, but like still be alive. Um, And it just got to the point at the end of August where I was like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. I'm like escaping to this conceptual world. Nothing about this is good. I just feel shit again. And why do I do that? Like, why is this such a big deal for me? Like, why is that such a problem? And what am I even looking for? Why am I going there? And I think I was going there constantly trying to just find myself and find things that I wanted to identify with so that I could aspire to them. So then I would know what direction to go in. You know, it's like the more content I took in, the more I saw other people doing stuff that I wanted to do and that I said that I was that thing, the more I was like, well, this will this will get me there. This will somehow get me there. And it doesn't. It obviously doesn't. Of course it doesn't. It's just me sitting on a couch scrolling on my phone. That's not doing anything. So... I, so yeah, on August 27th, I think it was, I deleted the apps again. And this time I'm not doing it for like a set amount of time. It's kind of like indefinitely um, until I feel like going back on. But I'm I'm definitely in no hurry to go back online because since I've given my clients notice, as I talked about in a different episode, in an episode where I talk about making big changes in life, um, when I gave my clients notice back in June... And decided that by 2024, I was going to be having my own online business like I've always wanted. Then there came this real dilemma of like, oh, how the hell am I supposed to have an online business when I'm trying to detox from social media? And I have clearly have an addiction to being on it. And I also don't even like the content that I'm like seeing on it. How can I, in good faith, honestly start an online business and turn around and make the same type of content that I see online that really annoys me and that I I hate seeing. So now I don't know what the answer to that is because I'm still like working on that. Um, But I know that it, the answer will not be to just rush back online and start doing what everybody else is doing and making content the way they are because it's just not me. That would just be my ego trying to identify with something and latch on to something and feel like feel like that attachment is safe and secure but it's actually not. So, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what how will 2024 really look for me if I'm going to be going online and uh starting a business again. Um yeah, what kind of content am I going to create and how am I going to create it in a way that doesn't make me want to throw my phone in the lake, you know? So again, back to this question, how do you find yourself in this digital age, in this conceptual age? Well, I know it certainly is not going to be by engaging with the conceptual world, the online world, at least certainly not in any unhealthy way, which let's be honest, is pretty much everybody. We all have a very unhealthy relationship and attachment to our phones and social media, I see it everywhere I go. I'm sure you see it everywhere you go. People just waiting in line, can't even wait in line and look at the friggin' tiles on the floor. You have to look at your phone. Can't even wait in the grocery store and just like observe people around you and people watch. You have to be on your phone. 
you know, and I'm guilty of this too. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I absolutely have done this many times. Um, but, you know, we are absolutely addicted to our technologies, our, our iPhones, our social media. And all I know, I'm not entirely sure yet how you find yourself in this digital age, but I'm sure I'm getting closer to the answer. But I do know it's certainly not on your phone in the online world. So I would love to encourage you to just be a little more aware of what your relationship is like with your phone and with social media. And if you're feeling really anxious these days and kind of like depressed and you just like don't know what you're doing or where you're going in life, honestly, turn off your phone. I, th- I think you will find such a huge difference happening in your life if you do that. I think you will notice a big shift. I really do think access to our phones is one of the things right up there, one of the the main causes for why we feel so disconnected, ironically enough, um, from ourselves and our sense of self is because you only will find your ego online and things that you think that you are. You won't actually really find who you are. Um, At least that's been my experience. So I encourage you to also do a social media detox Take some time offline, delete the apps, put your phone in a box, lock it, put it away, whatever, whatever you need to do. Just seriously take a break from the online world and don't feel bad about it. And just then observe and see what happens. See how you change on a day-to-day basis and what happens in your life. I guarantee you it will shift something for sure. And if you are feeling kind of like insecure about doing that and like, oh, I don't know if I can really do that. Like I don't have anybody to hold me accountable. It's just so easy to just go on my phone. Like I could just pull it out any second and go download the app again. If you're that kind of person, you don't trust yourself and you're worried about just, you know, breaking the detox or the or whatever. Um, well, luckily for you, I'm hosting a group social media detox challenge in January, which will be a great way to start the year. It's a little bit of a ways off, but I do want to, I wanted to mention it now because it's relevant to today's episode and just, you know, plant the seed and let you know what's coming. It's going to be really, really, really awesome and life-changing, I promise. Um, I will have more details about that in the fall, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, there's no reason why you can't start now and try it out. So that's all I have for today. I hope this was insightful for you, interesting Maybe you got something out of it. Maybe the ego thing was really interesting for you. Maybe you're going to turn off your phone after this. I don't know. Um, But yeah, just be aware of your relationship to your technology. And if you want to talk more about it or you have a comment or question or something, my contact info is below. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you, or rather talk to you, in the next episode. Bye.